Hi, everybody. This is Taylor Rotwell back with another Laravel snippet. Uh, it's the morning of January 18th here in the office and uh, just giving you a weekly update on what's been happening in Laravel this week. Um, so this week I worked, uh, continued to work on kind of my secret Laracon project and um, also um, answered a few interesting questions on Twitter and uh, tweeted a few things I wanted to mention here on the podcast as well. Uh, one thing I get a lot is uh, people asking about multi-tenancy in Laravel and um, if I have any tips or suggestions for how to implement it or how I implement it at all. And uh, what I do on Forge and Envoy is actually just a really simple user ID, you know, um, foreign key that's on the, like, for example, the servers table or the deployments table or, or whatever. And then I just have my queries, you know, filter on that user ID. So really simple approach. Um, I don't do anything like a separate database per customer or anything like that. And uh, someone mentioned that sometimes that causes them problems. Uh, the user ID foreign key approach, um, I mean, causes them problems for like validation uniqueness and background jobs. And so what I usually do on validation is, um, for example, I want something to be unique for a specific user ID only. I actually use the rule exists helper um, instead of using like the string version of the unique rule. Um, so you can do rule colon colon exists and then you can chain onto that aware clause to sort of scope that query by the user ID, which is really helpful. So check that out in the documentation if you've never seen that before because I think that's a pretty cool uh, feature of the validation service. Um, I also tweeted out a helpful uh, tip I think about trying not to write custom controller actions. This was actually a talk um, given by Adam Wathen at Laracon in, um, I believe it was New York City. And it's just about um, trying to limit yourself to only using the uh, six or seven resource verbs that come on like a custom resource controller in Laravel or uh, which is similar to resource controllers in Rails. So trying to limit yourself to things like show, index, um, destroy, update, edit, create, store, and not writing any other methods. And it helps keeps your controllers really lean and clean. And sometimes you have to kind of get um, creative with how you name your controllers to be able to fit things into that, um, that limited vocabulary. But I think it really goes a long way in cleaning up your code and sort of uh, removes the need to try to implement uh, quote-unquote more advanced patterns to, to clean up your code. So if you haven't seen that talk, check that out. Um, I think it's a really helpful talk for anyone that's writing Laravel and wants to keep their code um, sort of maintainable and clean. Uh, this week I also got asked about the future of Lumen, which is another question I get um, fairly frequently. And it's always sort of an interesting question for me because Lumen is a micro framework. Um, it's a really stripped down version of you know a Laravel style framework. And sort of by definition, you know, micro frameworks are not getting tons of new features. Like if you go out and look at other micro frameworks like um, Slim or, you know, Silex, rest in peace, uh, they weren't getting new groundbreaking features all the time. Um, and that's intentional. That's not a negative aspect of those micro frameworks. It's just sort of the nature, inherent nature of being a micro framework is that your feature set is limited intentionally. And so it sort of raises this um, concern in people's mind, though, where I think sort of um, people mistakenly look at lack of activity on a project as meaning the project is dead. 
And that sort of bites all micro frameworks, including lumens, where if there's not a ton of activity, it can feel dead or stale, which is just sort of a wrong way of looking at open source in general, probably, but especially um, is sort of a glaring mistake in terms of micro frameworks. So, you know, lumens not going anywhere, but at the same time, is Lumen going to get, you know, huge new feature updates and, you know, tons of new code? No, probably not because it's a micro framework. And if you're looking for the kind of framework that gets a lot of new features and is kind of always doing new stuff, you probably want a more full stack framework uh, like Laravel. And it's just sort of a, an interesting thing that I hear a lot and wanted to kind of talk about for a second. Uh, Laravel Forge this week, we launched a couple new features. We launched a filter dropdown for your server's index, sort of on the main server's page. So on Forge, if a, if a server is shared with you into a circle, um, you can now filter to see only the servers in that circle or all of your servers or um, that belong just to you. And so it makes it a little easier if you have like 50 or 60 servers, which some people do on Forge, to sort of sort that out. We also added a small feature to be able to rename your server provider credentials. Um, just a small thing that was kind of missing. Uh, Dries this week has been working on Laravel Passport and the cache system in Laravel, trying to get it uh, more lined up with PSR 16, which um, some of you may know is a simple cache standard that was released by the uh, PHP Framework Interoperability Group, which is supposedly a, a way to sort of make frameworks play nicer together. Some of the PSRs are sort of more widely used than others. Um, almost everyone these days uses PSR0, PSR1, and uh, PSR2, and a lot of people use PSR3, which is the logging standard because Monolog is sort of the default PHP logging package, and that follows PSR3. And, of course, PSR4, which is an update to the auto-loading standard. Um the PSRs after that are sort of not quite as widely used, I would say. Um, even PSR7 is probably the most widely used of the rest of them. But um, there is like a container PSR and a cache PSR. And um, so we're trying to update the cache um, system to be compliant with that. We already implemented the interface actually a while back, but I think we still have some inconsistencies with the behavior. Uh, so he's taking a look at that, and uh, that will be on Laravel 5.8 most likely. Laracon planning still going ahead. Uh, made a couple speaker announcements this week. Uh, Kaya Thomas from Slack is going to be speaking and speaking about how to work on a side project without getting burnt out and how to deliver on your side project. And we also announced Caleb Porzio, who you may know shares a lot of uh, cool Laravel tips on Twitter. He's going to be uh, speaking on a lot of kind of Laravel, uh, fun Laravel things or tips or, or deep tricks or whatever you want to call them to make your Laravel app a little uh, cleaner and nicer. Uh, not all the speakers have been chosen, so if you're thinking about submitting a talk, please do so. We still have several spots, actually, that have not been chosen, and I'll be doing that in the coming weeks. So more speaker announcements will be coming soon, and please submit a talk if you haven't already. This year I'm trying to focus on sort of really actionable Laravel talks. Uh, we'll, of course, have a view talk since Evan Yu, the creator of Vue, will be there. Um, I'm sure there could be a, a CSS or design talk in there somewhere as well. Uh, but regardless, I'm trying to focus on really actionable content that you can walk away from and feel like you benefited from and can take to your job, you know, as soon as you get back from the conference. Uh, you know, I try to avoid talks that I feel like aren't going to apply to a large audience or 
you're going to come out of the talk and feel like, well, that was great, but I can never use any of that. Um, so trying to make it really valuable, valuable for people. So if you haven't got a ticket, go ahead and uh, do that. We have, um, I think we've sold about 70% of the tickets now. Um, so filling up pretty fast. Tickets have only been on sale a couple of weeks. So uh, check that out if you haven't already. All right. So I think that's uh, this week's update. I'll be back next week to let you know what else we've been working on. And thanks for listening.